0: Welcome to the Kingdom Truth Podcast with Bible Teacher Yolanda Tyler. Bible Teacher Yolanda Tyler teaches the good news of Jesus Christ and Biblical Christian principles that empower all people with real-life timeless applications for daily kingdom living. Now here's your host, Bible Teacher Yolanda Tyler, sharing kingdom truths for kingdom living. Well, praise the name of the Lord, everybody. We are excited about God's word on this day. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your word, Father, for faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We pray for every online listener that they will hear your word and receive your word in Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to continue our sermon series titled, The True Gospel of Salvation. I will be reading in your hearing from the New American Standard Version of the Bible, Galatians chapter 2, verses 15 to 21. We are Jews by nature and not sinners from among the Gentiles. Nevertheless, knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but through faith in Christ Jesus, even we have believed in Christ Jesus so that we may be justified by faith in Christ and not by the works of the law. Since by the works of the law, no flesh will be justified. But if while seeking to be justified in Christ, we ourselves have also been found sinners. Is Christ then a minister of sin? May it never be. For if I rebuild What I have once destroyed, I prove myself to be a transgressor for through the law. I died to the law so that I might live to God. I have been crucified with Christ and it is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me and the life which I now live in the flesh. I live by faith in the son of God who loved me and gave himself up for me. I do not nullify the grace of God, for if righteousness comes through the law, then Christ died needlessly. We learned from our previous lessons that the true gospel of salvation, number one, is for all mankind. Number two, it's not by works. We are not justified or declared righteous by the works of the law. Number three, it is in faith alone. Number four, it's in Christ alone. Number five, the true gospel of salvation does not promote sin. Number six, it tears down the law. And number seven, the true gospel of salvation liberates us. Let's go back to our foundational text, Galatians two nineteen. For through the law, I died to the law so that I might live for God. The apostle Paul is using a personal pronoun in this verse stating, I died to the law and all of us who have received Jesus Christ by faith, we died to the law. The law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came Through Jesus Christ, we die to the law because now we have a new master whom we obey out of our love for him. The law has no more jurisdiction over us. The law does not reign over us or rule over us. The law does not define who we are. We die to the law. We are freed from its dominion, freed from its control. We live our lives in victory over sin because of Jesus Christ. The Bible declares in Romans 8 2 for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. We are liberated in Christ Jesus. Galatians 5 1 declares stand fast therefore in the liberty by which Christ has made us free and do not be entangled again with a yoke of bondage. We are liberated in Christ Jesus, no more bondage, no more chains, no more shackles. Acts 13:39 declares, and through him, everyone who believes is freed from all things from which you could not be freed from through the law of Moses. I love the lyrics to this song, I'm free. The songwriter wrote I'm free. Praise the Lord. I'm free. No longer bound. No more chains holding me. My soul is resting. It's just a blessing. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm free. Scripture says in John 8, 36, therefore, if the son makes you free, you shall be free. Indeed, the true gospel of salvation liberates us. Let's go back to Galatians 2.19. For through the law, I died to the law so that I might live for God. So when Jesus Christ rose from the dead, he gave us life. It is only when Paul died to the law that he could live for God. That word live here in this text simply means breathe, to be among the living, to enjoy real life, or to be active and blessed. We can live real, authentic lives unto the Lord. We are permanently in Him, in Christ. We live for the Lord. That is the outcome. That is the result of dying to the law. We do not have to try to find acceptance or gain merits or approval from the Lord. The Bible declares in Ephesians 1, 6, we are accepted in the beloved. This biblical truth applies to us all. We can live for God because we die to the law. So the law is not the measure or the standard that we use to stand accepted by God. Our lives are defined by Christ Jesus, by the word of God. That is our standard, the holy word of God. Jesus Christ is our life. He is our everything. He's our all in all. Jesus has the final say in our lives, in every aspect and in everything that we do. And all the days of our lives, we live unto the Lord through his son, Jesus Christ. Romans 6, 11 declares, even so consider yourselves to be dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. We are obedient to him. We walk with him. We talk with him. We have a heart to do the will of the Lord. We are totally sold out to Jesus Christ. We surrender our needs, our wants, our desires to the Lord Jesus Christ, and we place them at his feet. Jesus is first in our lives. And I love the way the church mothers used to say, our lives are wrapped up, tied up and tangled up in Jesus. No one or nothing in our lives come before him. Jesus sits on the throne of our hearts our liberty and our lives are solely in Christ Jesus. The true gospel of salvation liberates us. Let's go to Galatians 2.20. Very powerful, familiar verse in the Bible. I have been crucified with Christ and it is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me and the life which I now live in the flesh. I live by faith in the son of God who loved me and gave himself up for me. Number eight, the true gospel of salvation unites us with Christ. This verse begins again with the first person singular pronoun. The apostle Paul is speaking. The word crucified is in the perfect passive voice, and it simply means to crucify along with. It can be literally interpreted as I have been and am now crucified with Christ, past experience with a present-day reality. The word crucified also means to affix or nail to a cross with another, or to fortify with driven stakes. The Apostle Paul speaks here of an intimate union on the cross with Christ, a personal relationship with Christ. When Christ was crucified on that old rugged cross and died 2,000 years ago, the Apostle Paul is saying, I was crucified along with him. We were crucified along with him on that cross 2,000 years ago. It's the perfect passive tense. Jesus died in our place on the cross, Christ died, and in him, we died. In him, all believers died. Romans 6, 3 declares, Or do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus have been baptized into his death? And I love this beautiful hymn. is an old African-American spiritual, and the lyrics are, Were you there when they crucified my Lord? Oh, sometimes it causes me to tremble, tremble, tremble. Were you there when they crucified my Lord? And then it's another verse Were you there when they nailed him to the tree? Were you there when they pierced him in his side? Were you there when they laid him in the tomb? Were you there when he rose up from the dead? We might not have been there physically, but spiritually, we were there because of our intimate union and relationship with Jesus Christ. Both intimately, personally, and spiritually, we were there at the cross 2,000 years ago. We were not there only united to Christ in his crucifixion and death, but we were also united in his burial and in his resurrection. According to Romans 6, 5, the Bible declares, for if we have become united with him in the likeness of his death, certainly we shall also be In the likeness of his resurrection, we are united with Christ. We share in his death, in his burial, and in his resurrection. The old life of sin, that old rebellious, unbelieving self is dead. Is crucified with Christ. We are made alive by the Holy Spirit to walk in the newness of life. According to Romans 6, 4, Galatians 5, 24 declares, and those who are Christ. Have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. There is a death to the old passions, to the old lust, to the old sinful, destructive desires and pursuits. There is a death to the enthronement of self. Now Jesus Christ takes his abode. He is sitting on the throne of our hearts. Christ gives us new desires. He gives us his desires. Christ gives us his passions and his presence rules in our hearts. We have a deep longing for him. We always desire to be with him, to seek him, to set our affections on him. As Colossians 3, 2 states, we are always looking for ways to draw closer to Christ Jesus. We enjoy reading his word and studying his word. We just want to be close to the Lord. And I'll never forget in my own life, I was single for a very long time. And I was just out there just doing my own thing. But after I got saved, I started setting all my affections on Jesus. I spent a lot of time with the Lord, seeking him, worshiping him. I stayed connected to a local body, serving God. I was able to attend seminary. And at some point, I cannot even tell you when it happened, but those sinful desires to drink alcohol, to go to nightclubs, to have premarital sex, they were gone. Those passions were crucified. They were dead. And God is no respecter of persons. If he did it for me, he will do it for you. It is a daily ongoing commitment to die to that old self, to die to those Christ dishonoring desires. The apostle Paul confirms in 1 Corinthians 1531 that I die daily. It's an ongoing commitment to die daily. The true gospel of salvation unites us with Christ. And you may ask Bible teacher, Tyler, who is this Jesus? The Bible declares in Romans 10, 9, that if you shall confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. So we thank you, Lord God, for salvation that's happening all around the world. In Jesus name. Amen. God bless you until we meet again. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Kingdom Truth podcast with Bible teacher Yolanda Tyler. Please subscribe to our podcast so you will know when the next episode is published. To hear more biblical teachings and give to support the ministry, please visit our website at www.thekingdomtruth.org. That is www dot the kingdom truth dot O-R-G. god bless you until we meet again